This episode is brought to you by Military Java Group, some of the best coffee you'll ever taste. A year ago, we connected with founder Matt Phillips and learned about all the hard work him and his team are doing to support servicemen and women who were wounded while serving our country. It was a passionate and a truly authentic conversation. And once you learn more about Matt Phillips and Military Java Group, you'll understand that this organization truly knows what it is to give back. And what's really cool is that 50% of all purchases are donated to the Semper Fi Fund, which assists wounded heroes across all branches of the military. I'm telling you, Military Java Group is doing their best to serve up the greatest cup of coffee and support an even better cause. And not only is this great, high-quality Colombian coffee, you'll really enjoy it more knowing that each ship is going towards a great cause. Listen, if you love coffee as much as we do here at The Good Network, you'll love Military Java Group. And after you're done listening to this episode, go check out their website. It's jarheadjava.com, and you can find them on Twitter and Instagram, too, at jarheadjava. We hope you enjoy our special World Cup podcast featuring our friend Brian Turner, who has a pretty cool announcement for those in the Kansas City area, basically living the dream and immersing himself in his true passion, soccer. Listen and hear all about it. Enjoy. When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. And then it goes back, and then it goes back, and then it goes back. Yo, Turner, welcome back to the Good Network, man. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Tommy? It's uh, I'm glad to be back, and um, I'm happy uh, happy to be here, man. Things are going very good for me. Things are going very good. You were like one of our first ever guests. That's correct, right? Like we're back when we did different and Shiva. We're just doing this by themselves. Correct. Yeah, yeah. This was like That's last awesome. last February, March, maybe. Uh, and last February, music, for sure. right? It was like all about like your your kind of like solo music venture out there. Yeah, yeah. Last time I was on, it was uh, we mostly yeah just talked about my music uh, music stuff. I was preparing for a, I don't know if it was my first live show, but it was a live show, um, and uh, yeah. So I was kind of you know talking about the fur or you know just getting prepared for that. I think I like lost my voice leading up to that podcast which was right before the show <laughs> so like i was really nervous you know to do the podcast but uh yeah i mean it worked out it all worked out it's funny because the three of us will still joke about how like you're the swiss army knife of our friends like you do it all <laughs> you play sports you do the music you know you're you're smart in your career and everything like that you can kind of you trick of all jack of all trades or whatever the expression is but uh tonight i you know on, on the podcast want to hear about your newest adventure out in Kansas City. So uh it's it's no stress Midwest <laughs> soccer, right? Yeah, yeah. So um so it's uh let's I'd say in October of twenty seventeen, um I was actually flying back home to New Jersey and you know I was on the plane just kind of doodling some stuff and came up with this, you know, kind of cool Midwest logo. And I was like, well that's kind of you know cool. How could I add on to that? Because and, you can uh, draw too, right? <laughs> uh, I'm glad no one has seen the 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 all the other sketches because no, it will show that I cannot draw. Actually, um, luckily I have a guy that does all of my graphic design stuff and you know does a really good job of making my chicken scratch look like something good. But um, but yeah, I came up with this idea. This is no stress Midwest, and it was just kind of like a lifestyle clothing. Um, 
you know, brand that, you know, I put it on a shirt and, you know, just wore it out and I, you know, got a lot, kept getting compliments on it and people are like, oh, where can I get that? And, uh, you know, that's kind of where it, it grew. And uh, fast forward to now, um, yeah, I'm starting a No Stress Midwest training, uh, which is kind of a, a branch off off of the No Stress Midwest uh, brand. And um, yeah, it's a technical training program uh, that I offer here in Kansas City or in the you know KC metro area. And um, you know, I work with you know players uh, that I've coached, so you know, down to like 12 years old up to, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work with some sporting Kansas City players uh, who are, you know, currently with the team. Some have been traded to other uh, other teams, um, but I've been able to work up to professional level. So it's been uh, it's been pretty cool. And, um, you know, I just decided to kind of make this my my full time thing. Um, I, you know, found out that my contract with my engineering job wasn't going to get renewed and. I just kind of was put at a crossroads on, do I want to try to get back into corporate America and do something that I know I'm not going to love? Or am I going to try to make money off of what I love doing and, and seeing what happens? And, you know, now I'm here. No turning back now, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've jumped. I've got this, uh, this you know, this kind of saying. Um, I actually, you know, have it tattooed on me. And it's, uh, you know, basically just ride the wave and uh and find your island and um you know a lot of people will leave shore knowing you know not going far enough knowing that the shore is always there behind them uh when getting to that island that you know we all aspire to get to is you know not at shore's length so you know just kind of pushing yourself out there you know far enough where the tide takes over and you just kind of ride the wave and go with the flow and you know try to get to your island so that's where i'm trying to get to so i mean like you've ha- you have options right like we we could have went down the music path again uh but you chose the athletic route again right like what, yeah. what was it about like soccer man like that really is like luring you into making this like your new career for the time being like to really just take these these up-and-coming 12 year olds in that kansas city metro area and hope to have them live their own dreams out to potentially play for, for the Kansas city MLS team or another MLS team or, or professional soccer anywhere. Right. Um, it, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things and, and you were joking about, you know, earlier with, you know, just being involved with, you know, a lot of different, a lot of different things. And, um, you know, soccer is, is one of those things that that's how you and I became friends. And as our connection was, was you know joining a you know me joining your soccer team but you know soccer is just something that i've I, you know i've been involved with since i was five so you know 23 years um i was you know lucky enough to play up through high school uh decided not to play in college and and i'll tell anybody this that's my biggest regret and and probably and my only regret in life uh was not playing in college um so you know, since I've been here and I've been coaching, uh, I've been fortunate enough to coach some, you know, some really great kids uh, that have gone on to play, you know, in college and at the division one level. And, you know, the one thing that, that I've kind of picked up uh, in life is, you know, soccer is, is one of the, I'd say the only thing that I, I'd say that I, I, I know, um, 
you know, I feel confident going into a room with, you know, whoever is in there and being able to speak freely and confident in anything soccer related. Uh, so for me, it was kind of like a no brainer with, you know, this is something I do all the time. You know, I'm coaching uh, two varsity programs now, boys and girls team, uh, director of membership and club coaching as well, um, as well as some other coaching. So it's, you know, it's like, why not just make this my, my life and try to figure out a way to make money off of it? You know, you know what's like great about all that is like soccer, to, and, and maybe you can speak to this, maybe you can't, but to me, like soccer has always been uh, like chapters of my life. Because when I first started playing soccer, it was kind of just like, oh, this is new, this is exciting. And that was like kind of coinciding with me just like making new friends and, and you know, just kind of growing up, getting into elementary school and everything like that. But then, like, as a human being, you start getting a little more competitive, right? And that's when soccer gets more competitive. And like, then you get into the middle school and now it's like, all right, man, like this is something that I like really want to like passionately pursue for the next few years of my life. Right. And I feel like I've always been able to just rely on soccer, whether it be like just flunked a high school test, just got through my first breakup, just had a really rough day. Now I just can't wait out, like wait to get out to the pitch and play some ball. Like, and I'm at the point in my life now, which unfortunately is like, Hey, I got rec leagues and I got co-ed leagues and I have a bad day at work. I'm getting out there and like relieving stress. But Right. And even waking up on a Saturday morning and just watching some EPL games, like such a cool and relaxing feeling, just like to see this like beautiful sport played and played the way it should be played. And like now it's kind of cool for you, man. It's like you've kind of gone through those same chapters in your life with soccer, but like now it's serving as like this gateway for you. And like you have this for the next few years of your life coming through and you're going to be taking these kids and really just showing them the next steps of this. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Soccer is something that that I'd say is, is my longest relationship. Um, and, and the one thing that I know about it is is that it's, it's hard and it's tough, but it's always fair. And, you know, as a player, I learned that with, you know, if I when I didn't make varsity, then it's OK. Well, why did I make it? What can I do to get better? And, then I, you know, I could see that if I put in that work, and there's a direct correlation to my play on the field and then getting those varsity call-ups and, and so on. And now as a coach, it's, um, you know, it's kind of cool to, to know, like, I started off as, as just a former player and, uh, I mean, and, and at most a fan. Um, and being able to come into a, a very prestigious uh, high school soccer program at St. Thomas Aquinas and really learn – from the coaches there and, and I joined Kansas city soccer club, a club team and learn from the director there and, and really, you know, figure out who I was as a coach. And then as I saw that the hours I put in with coaching and, and getting the coaching licenses and, you know, seeing how things are starting to pay off, it's, you know, something that I know that I can always say that if I keep putting in this work, I know that positive things are going to keep happening for me. Uh, and not saying that it's going to happen every time I want it to, but if it doesn't, then it's another learning experience uh, that I've learned is it's, you know, just not the right time. Um, but if you keep putting in that work, you know, I, it, it pays off. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I just like, I literally jotted this down, man, because this is something that I've been playing soccer and been following it my whole life, but I've never heard anyone equate it to it's hard it's tough, but it's fair. And I mean, that's, that's life. And, and the fact that you just yeah. correlated it to soccer, I mean, that is so true. Like you said, when you didn't make varsity, well, why didn't you make varsity? Because you can sit there and complain and use some excuses, but Hey, it's, at the end of the day, it's fair. There's a reason for it. So, it's right. and, and Hey, you know what, man, that, like, that's a, that's a lesson that you're going to eventually have to have like that conversation with one of your players, right? Like that's going to, that's going to sure. be conveyed to those guys and they're going to take that and they're going to, they're going to go home and they're going to have a, one of the rough nights, roughest nights of their current life. Like they're going to be what ninth or 10th grade. And they're going to think their world's coming to an end. But once they see that light at the end of the tunnel, it's going to be awesome. And I mean, that's soccer, right? Like when you finally hit that, uh, that Eureka moment, it's, 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 pure excellence i guess you could say yeah well and and that's to me sports um and and that's you know the beauty and i think everyone playing sports and understanding what it's like playing with the team and and winning as a team and losing as a team and and all of that and and one thing that that i always try to do with my players is equate soccer to life because there's so many life lessons that i've learned while being on the pitch as a player and being on the sideline as a coach that I equate to life and that I use, you know, in, in my current life. Um, and, and the one thing that I like to push to them is that soccer and life, you know, it, it, it coincides. And just because you're the better team doesn't mean you're always going to win. Right. Like that's like, well, right just counts, because right? it should happen. Yeah, like just because it should happen doesn't mean it's going Speaking to. Speaking of should, and, should you know, happen, I, I mean, I, I believe it was uh, the president of uh, United States Soccer that said we were a couple inches away from getting into the World Cup this year uh, because uh, Clint Dempsey shot one off the post in Panama. So. Um, speaking of a couple inches, I, we're, we're not in the World Cup this year, which really is unfortunate. And tomorrow is the official start of the 2018 World Cup. And it's a little depressing knowing that our uh, red, white, and blue uh, team ain't in it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, uh, yeah, I uh, remember seeing that game and, and still, you know, still not really believing it. And I, I don't think I will until tomorrow at 1030 uh central time my time when it kicks off knowing that you know usa is not on the schedule i don't it's uh, i don't know how it was televised out in kansas city but here uh in south jersey that game was like televised on like a channel that i didn't even know i had it was like channel 71 (laughs) and it was like the grainiest quality ever and i'm like yo like i'm about to watch this game which is like on this bad channel which is almost the equivalent of like the field that they were playing on down in panama because it was just like this half dirt half grass like bleachers for a stadium like it looked like a place we would have played in like mantua for um you know for club soccer oh man Man, you're just like you're just watching this game and you're like yo like there's something not wrong here like not go like right here and something's about to go wrong and like all i can feel is like i i I have a coach like in my ear yelling like yeah pick it up pick it up and i'm like uh, that's not happening here like <laughs> we're about to miss the world cup and i like literally said to like a coworker like a few days earlier like there's not a chance at all that they'll not make the world cup and boy did that not right. age well <laughs> well yeah well it's, i mean it's just kind of one of those things now i mean especially now with the money that goes into sports and athletics and in every country and the fact that we're the united states and we can't qualify for the World Cup, right? No one talks about, 
you know, the, was it the last two or three Olympics that our U23s haven't qualified for, but now it's carrying up to the World Cup, which, you know, really shows a problem that it's, you know, it's through the whole system, not just at one level. I mean, I forget what year it was now. Maybe it was 2015. Maybe it was that summer when I had bought the Gold Cup final tickets because it was here at Lincoln Financial Field, and then they lost to Jamaica. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I remember watching that at a bar in Philly, like, well, I guess I have to sell these tickets uh, because – for, for nowhere near as much as I purchased them for, by the way. I think I bought them for like 80, 90 sure. bucks and I think I sold them for like 25. So not a, not a good, not yeah. a good recent run for us soccer, but Hey, I'll tell you if this isn't the truth, like eighth grade, seventh grade, when you and I met and we were playing for Gatanos here in South Jersey, like this was, was the dream to be playing in the world cup one day. Was it not like, didn't we all have that in oh, our head? Like sure. this is going to happen. I'm going to be a pro soccer player. I, I remember telling my mom driving to Gatano indoor field saying, uh, what geez, what year was that that I moved there? Like 2003. And I think I remember telling her the 2010 World Cup, I was going to be in it. And, <laughs> well, I wasn't no, in no, it, no. you know. You were close, right? <laughs> plot, plot twist. Yeah, I was, you know, that one injury away that happened. But, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I think that's every you know every everyone's dream to play soccer is to represent their country in the red, white, and blue on that you know on the grand stage. So so let's have some fun with our uh, with, with with the current with the current brackets that we have for the World Cup here. Uh, All right, do you, do you have these in front of you right now? Do you have like an idea of who's going to win the World Cup? Yeah, you know, I um with with my training, my kids have been, you know, talking to me about their nice. brackets and they've been asking me what mine is and and I actually, you know, had had not created one until this podcast. So I know I was going to hop on. I was like, "Okay, let me kind of go through here real quick." So, uh, yeah, I've got a uh, got something printed out here in front of me. I can ready run through it and give my uh non-expertise. So, so, so before on, you do that, though, let me ask you a very basic question. With the United States out, who you rooting for? Who do you want yes. to win? In an ideal underdog so, world, who do you want to win? Well, okay. so, all right. So there's a few questions. So who am I rooting for? Who do I want to win? Who do I think is going to win? You know, I'm pulling who do I want to win? France, right? I'm I'm a, I'm a, a big France fan now um, just because of their youth and the players that they have. Uh, but now, obviously, Messi being my favorite player, uh, nothing would mean more to me than to see him win this World Cup over Ronaldo and we can put an end to who is the greatest. Uh, right now, Ronaldo has that Euro. So, so yeah. So, I mean, France, Argentina, one two I'd want to win. Uh, now, do I think they're going to win? No. But, you know, we can, we can kind of talk through the brackets if you want. Yeah, well, before we do that, I'm just letting you know I'm 110 percent in on the underdog of all underdogs. I want to see Iceland. I want to see Iceland. How could you not? Right? Iceland. Like, I have them. I, mean, I have them coming out. I have them advancing out of their uh, out of their bracket to the room at group of 16. So, um, you but, know who? I know we'll get into this in a hot second, but like, I don't have Iceland getting out of their group. I feel my like I, I see myself rooting for Nigeria to come out of that group. Okay. And I, 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 I I wouldn't be too upset because like Nigeria has to have the sweetest kits possible oh, for sure. in this tour. Like I've never like that is a sweet kit that they got. 100%. All right. So who do you got in group A right now? 
All right, so Group A, the two, my two teams are Uruguay at one and Egypt at two. Uh, Salah, he's back in. And, I mean, if anyone that watched the EPL watched Champions League, uh, I mean, what he was doing out there was just magical. And I think what was so cool is that he was just having fun. And that, you know, that's what makes the game so beautiful is that you can have fun and then still ball out. So those are my See, those not, are my one and two. I I agree. I think <clears throat> Saudi Arabia though pulls off an <clears throat> upset tomorrow against the the host country Russia. I think Saudi Arabia comes out the gate scrappy and and takes <clears throat> Russia for uh for their money. I'm, I'm I'm pumped to see the opening game tomorrow, and because I, I think the upsets happen right off the bat. Okay. Quick three points. Group B. What do you got? <clears throat> Group B. I have Spain as my number one, and Portugal is two. I would um, both agree there. Yeah, I, um, Spain, Spain's getting back to their ways. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to be something special to watch. Talk about an unfortunate draw for Morocco <clears throat> there. Because, like, oh, they're yeah. another scrappy team that you can you could potentially get, a, I don't know, four, four or five points or, or four or six points and possibly sneak out of the bracket, but not, not there. Um, group C? Group C, I have France as my number one and Denmark as two. Gotcha. I, I yeah. have that as well. And All we right. said this, we have Arg- uh, Argentina and Iceland. Argentina and, and Iceland are one and two. Gotcha. Shame for Nigeria. Like I said, I would have liked to see those jerseys for a couple extra games. Yeah, you know, and, and that was a tough one between Iceland and Nigeria. But Iceland, I mean, anyone that saw the Euros and, and have seen them in the qualifying and, and even up to these most recent World Cup prep games, I mean, they've been – They've been really moving on all cylinders, and I think it's going to carry on into uh, into the first stage or into the you know round of sixteen. How, how funny is it that we're still kind of basing these? Like we're we're both twenty eight now. Like we're yeah. we're adults. We've been doing this for a while, but we're still kind of like pulling for teams based off of our favorite players. Like you had alluded to Messi earlier. I'm pulling for, for sure. Nigeria because they got the nicer jerseys. Like which guy? Which team's got the best mascot? Because I want them to go to the right. now. Like cheese. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what makes sports so fun is, is your, you know, what, what makes the, what's the, the overall deciding factor, the tiebreaker, if you will. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, we all have a coworker who picks the best mascots for March Madness and somehow beats the guy who knows everything about college basketball. Knows everything that that bleeds college basketball. All right. Group B, you got Brazil. Number one, that's an easy one. Who you got? Number two, number two. And this was a tough one. Uh, with how good Costa Rica has been playing, but I picked Switzerland All right. as my number two. Group F, Germany number one, and then I got I got Mexico coming out. Yeah, you know, it was uh, when I found, yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you as there. Mexico is number two. Um, you know, Zlatan would have loved to see him there, but hey. <laughs> good old Zlatan. Like do not like Mexico, but I'm going with them as number two. Yeah. So group G, I got Belgium at one and England at two. I am with you on that one. Belgium's my team, and that's the team that I want to win this. I know I I said Iceland I'm pulling for because the whole underdog thing, but Belgium can realistically has been your squad, yeah. And and I've become a Belgian fan when when you became a Belgian fan, which was because I was thirteen ish, like right before the uh, the the past World Cup, and you, I think I remember you telling me like Tom, like you got Belgium going really far. It's it's one World Cup too early. And 
Belgium did beat the U.S. I don't believe they advanced after they beat the U.S. in the like elite. So you were right. I was wrong early, but this is the one where they could pull. This is the one. Yeah, I I feel I feel they're going to go far. Um, feel like unfortunately for them, after their next round, I think their uh, World Cup bid might be ended. But we can get into that. Ooh, all right. So then we got for uh, Group H then. H to end it off. I have Colombia is number one and Poland is number two. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. So now, now we're getting into the into the <clears throat> final final bracket of the last sixteen, right? Yep. Knockout stage. Cool. So you got Uruguay and Portugal right off the bat. Uruguay and Portugal off the bat, and I, uh, you know, I'm going with uh, you know Cristiano Ronaldo to to knock out Luis Suarez there Uruguay and have Portugal going through. I think Suarez bites off another ear. I hope he does. <laughs> I, I really hope he does. I think I exaggerated. He didn't bite off an ear, did he? He just bit someone. It was he bit someone on the the neck, maybe or on the shoulder, shoulder blade. I think something like that. Soccer does. Listen, I'll defend soccer for being a physical sport as much as it is, but I'll tell you, there's some loony things that happen between Zidane's headbutt, people biting oh, man. the flop in the fake. That degree. was World Cup. That was World Cup, like, uh, man, World Cup finals, you know, history right there is a headbutt. I mean, that was the 06 World Cup, yeah. You know, like another crazy thing that they do in soccer that's just, like, wild is, like, they decided, like, okay, it's, we're entering the 2000s now. Like, we can we can draw a line with this, like, fake spray paint that dissolves after 30 seconds to indicate, you know. Shaving cream, dude. That, shaving yeah, cream. Is, is that what it is? a shaving cream? It's just shaving oh, cream, I yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was some kind of uh, like spray that just like dissolved. Nah, shaving cream, man. It's just a bottle of shaving so, cream. So, all right. Well, there goes, that, that makes me sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. So, I guess you. Oh, like, no. If you're listening, no, to, this, if you're listening to this, don't take my back. I'm <laughs> serious. But I love when the players will, will try to distract the ref and then pick the shaving cream up with their head. Yeah, oh, you oh. see that all the time. It's, I mean, hey, you, you learn as a player, you know, the, there's little things, little things matter. And you know you learn how to how to cheat the system, and when the ref's not watching, the little things to do. Oh man! All right, so we got France and Iceland next. So that, that's France. They take that one. Okay, hold on. We've got wait. All right, yeah, France and Iceland. Yep, yep. I'm with you now. Cool. France. Yep. Moves over there. We got we got Brazil. We got Neymar over Mexico, right? We've got Neymar over Mexico. Then, we can. We don't even have to use Neymar yet. We can. We could use Marcelo Ooh, over okay. Mexico. Okay. So is yeah. this where you have an upset? You think Poland takes Belgium? No, no. I have Belgium. I have Belgium advancing past Poland here. All right, all right. But I don't have them getting. I don't have them getting out of the sixteen. That's tough draw against Brazil, no doubt about it. It is. It is. So Spain over Salah. His his uh, his run ends right. Yeah, you know, you know, Salah's a, a great player, but. You know, the World Cup takes more than just a great player. It's a shame, too, because uh, Salah, I'll, I'll be pulling for him in Egypt just because uh, he used to be a Chelsea guy. He was on Chelsea for a, for a short period of for time. Sure. And they got rid of him before yep. he had his prime, which, you know, it is soccer. Yep. But hey, it is, it is what it is. That's the business. So we got Argentina over Denmark. We do. Germany yep. over Switzerland. Yeah, and then England over Colombia, or vice versa. We have I have England over Colombia. Those those young guys with England, man, they've been uh, all right. They've been really showing me a lot. England didn't even make it out of the group stage the past two World Cups, though. So, like, hopefully they show up for the sake of their country. They've got a chip on their shoulders. That's you know that's for sure. But I think the route that the uh, national team coach went in with, you know, getting these young players and. And Rose and and Ali 
and uh, um, who's the striker? Uh, uh, Kane, uh, Lingard. You know, they're just you know they're fun to watch. And and what's a you know what was really cool? Marcus Rashford, of course. How can mm-hmm. I forget? And uh, what's cool about England is they're the only national team where 100% of their players play in their domestic league. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's a cool little stat there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. So now we hit the quarterfinals. We already said Brazil over Belgium. So I'm Portugal, France. This is a, this is a tough one. Yeah. You know, and, and kind of what I alluded to earlier with, uh, Egypt not being with Salah not being able to carry them over Spain. I don't think that Ronaldo is going to be able to do it over over the players that Fran, uh, that France has, especially you know the big names Pogba back there, but Umtiti in the back, and then not even talking about and Matuidi, and then not even talking about up front with Griezmann and Giroud, you yeah. know, Mbappe. It's, it's so France is, deep, is right. they're deep, no doubt about it. Yeah. And don't forget Conte playing back there in the center mid. I mean, it's 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 going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful, France, for them watching them play. Yeah, no, it's, they can keep it together and not, you know, mess up like they do in the typical French ways. <laughs> the last two World Cups. Um, all right, cool. So, so Spain, Argentina. Yeah, you know, I'm going, <clears throat> I'm going with Argentina here solely because to go against everything I just said. Messi can do Messi it. Can. If there's any player that can do it, Messi can do it. And not saying that that Argentina just has Messi. Um, you know, with Iguain as well um, up there. You know, they. I feel like that that they they can pull it off. Um, and then you've got um, what's his name for Juventus, uh, DiBala. I mean, they. You know, they they've got it up there. So I, I Di Maria. You know, I, I just think they can they can pull it off. So. <laughs> I'll tell you, like Messi versus Ronaldo, like I'm personally not a fan of either of them in the sense of like, I, like I have this like passion for them or anything, but my God, they are just right. so good. Like they are like when people compare like Jordan to LeBron, it's tough because different eras, different teams, you bring all those other factors in, but like you literally have right. two guys no, they're playing in, in the their same. prime at the same time. Like this is a luxury for soccer fans right now. And like, well, and that's what I tell my kids. I'm like, hey, you guys need to soak in this Messi and Ronaldo because these are two of the best players to ever play the game, and they're playing at the exact same time. You know what's amazing to me? Going head to is, head. Is when you watch them both play, and, and this is a simple coaching thing for soccer, but you know, pass and move, pass and move, find that open space. And typically in high school and college, players get lazy. They won't do that. And sometimes even in the pros, they, they will get lazy about it. But – Watching those two guys play, the second the ball leaves their feet is the actual time you want to watch them because because yep. the next five to ten seconds after the ball leaves their feet is when they do ninety five percent of the work that earns them the goal that they get, and it's incredible just watching how they find a gap in the defense every single time. Well, and that's what I mean. That's what makes makes them so so great is how they're able to break down and and see into the future. You know, anticipate what's going to happen think three, four passes ahead. Um, and to be around players that are able to think that exact same way, uh, I mean, it's, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's just beautiful. So so now we're down to the final four. We've got France, Brazil, Argentina, Germany. No surprises here, no upsets here. Um, so so who do you got going to the final? So I going have... two Europe teams, two South American teams? 
Oh man, no. So we have it. I have it split. I have Brazil knocking out Ooh. France, and you do have um, Germany taking out Argentina. And I have Germany taking out Argentina. As much as I much do. as I want to see the underdog team pull this off and go on some Cinderella, like an Iceland or a Saudi Arabia or whoever it would be, uh, Germany and Brazil for the World Cup final, man, that is what dreams are made of right there. That is. Well, and and that's makeup from last year's was his semifinals, a seven to one. Uh, that that Germany just absolutely embarrassed. No one, no one really saw that coming. Let's be real. No one saw that. No, that no, no one, no one. No, I for sure no. But uh, I mean, I think I have them both go into the finals. Um, the thing about Germany and. And I don't like Germany at all. I do not like them at all. But as a soccer fan, as a student of the game, I admire everything that Yogi Lowe has done with the German, uh, I mean, the German national program. Um, what he did in the Confederations Cup to win it uh, with his second team, essentially, his JV team, um, I mean that just shows the depth of the German the German side, and I think that if there's any team that that has that depth, you know, it, it's Germany. They, I, I think they were built for this, and I have them. You know, I hate saying it, but I have them repeating as World Cup champions over Brazil. I mean, hey, I, you know what, man? It, it's <clears throat> that's a good call, though, right? Like it's. That's a good call. That's what it, it. It's fine if that's what it is. That's what it is. Like if Neymar can't get it, he can't. Get it. And and the thing is, I'm looking at. I pulled up the the Brazilian roster, and I'm looking at Ederson, Marcelo, Danilo, Casemiro, Casemiro, Coutinho, Paulinho, uh, Costa, Jesus, Neymar, Firmino. And then I'm just like, man, but then I'm looking at Germany and you've got arguably the best goalie with Neuer back there. Yeah. I'll give give the keepers yeah. a shout out. We get those once um, in a while. <laughs> and every once in a while. But then Hummels, Boateng, <laughs> Kimmich, Kadera, Draxler, Cruz, Ozil, Mueller. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, would Ruth, you say Germany is like the equivalent to like the New England Patriots? of like what they are to the NFL, just like a powerhouse that just plays this one style of soccer. That's just super effective. <clears throat> I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in a sense, yeah. Without the, uh, without the, um, what's the, the Super Bowl allegations <laughs> yeah, or the, you know, mishaps that, that they face. But I, I mean, just the, the deepness and the depth, the depth of, of the German national team and, and looking at, um, you know, the amount of players that aren't returning from last year or the players that are returning that, that weren't really big contributors. So all the new guys that are there. I mean, it's to, to me what I think and what Germany and Brazil is a matchup. I mean, you can go player for player. Um, but one thing that I think um, separates the two styles in the two countries is their style of play. And, and Brazil being this more free and natural and and spirited type of play where I think it's kind of pushed more individuality whereas Germany is this machine where it's this is the output and we're just going to pump through and if you know you might try to resist us but at the end you're going to bend and you're going to break 
No, so hey, listen, listen, listen we're, our brackets are similar. I mean, I, I did this with you right now, and, and I can't wait uh, for three weeks to pass and we come back and listen to this podcast and just see how terribly wrong we were. <laughs> oh, right. And, and which is why I never do brackets because I'm just so embarrassed at the end. Like, man, and, and I really sat here and yeah, put like, thought I looked into at this. Rosters. Like, I looked at past, I looked at revenge, but like, right. I, you know. <laughs> And it no, meant nothing. No, no, I mean, hey, listen, it's, that's why it's a sport. You play, yeah, you ball can bounce and trickle any which way. Game of inches. It, it is, and that's that's why we continue to watch it and talk so, about I it. So I mean, hey, listen, you know, here's here if I if I had a, a shot of alcohol in my hand right now, here's to four to eight years from now having one of these kids that you're bringing up in your system out there and, and no stress Midwest, hopefully getting on one of these. U.S. rosters and are hopefully qualified for the World Cup, but making the team and just representing no stress Midwest the way they should be represented. Because I know you're taking those kids out there. I know you're grooming them well. I know they're going to become great soccer players that have a passion for the game and truly respect the way it's supposed to be played. And um, I know Kansas City does breed some winners out there, so I don't think it's too much of a long shot to say some kid in your uh, your area out there could be potentially representing this country one day. Hey, yeah, man, <clears throat> you know, I'm, uh, you know, just really happy that, that I'm able to, I mean, to help kids and the, the little bit of soccer knowledge that I have, um, I'm able to, you know, teach these kids stuff and, and seeing them be able to take it out on the field and hearing that feedback that, you know, one of the little things that we worked on, they were able to do in a game and it worked, uh, you know, for me, that, that's kind of what I get the kick and joy out of, uh, because it, you know, really shows that, that what it is that, you know, I'm doing in there, that it, you know, it carries on to the field. So yeah, man, cheers let's cheers to that. To that. Now, now the last thing I'm going to say about you coaching real quick is that, do you remember when we were in middle school and, and high school, we used to get the Eurosport magazine every month? Oh remember? yeah. Oh my goodness. It was, it was like oh, Christmas. Christmas Page to page and you'd circle the, the $300 cleats, the, all the mm-hmm. balls, and you'd kind of play this thing in your head like when I'm a coach one day, when I have my own team. Bro, that's you now. Yeah. Like You are living the Eurosport dream right now. Like You're the number one customer. You get it. <laughs> you, get, you get actually select everything. Yeah, man. I, I'll, I'll say to touch on that, it's funny you said that because you know it, it's still kind of weird for me to, to like know that you know, I'm a head coach and to say that. Um, but you know this, this spring – I'm looking at at uniforms online. The um, our our Adidas rep sent you know sent me the link for it. So I'm like just kind of looking at uniforms, toying around. And I came up with this design, a home and away kit, and I sent it to the athletic director. And he was like, "Yeah, you want those? I'll order them." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And he was like, "Yeah, those look nice. Let's just make sure that you know they're you know the national high school whatever approved and." We oh, got those goodness. uniforms ordered. And I'm just like, this is like a video game. <laughs> I mean, it really is like playing FIFA in manager mode, like customizing uniforms. You know, I got to order like 60 practice balls, eight game balls, pennies with like oh, the logos goodness. on, you know, our, our mascot logo on it. Like it's, it, it really is. It's like a, a fantasy to me. And I, I say every day, this is a, so, a dream job. I, I don't know if you watch the show Friday Night Lights at all, but. You have okay. So oh, one of my yeah, favorite Coach Taylor quotes is when he gets the um, the school those sweet red uh, Under Armour jerseys from their rep, and they all run into the locker room and they're putting mm-hmm. them on. And these are sick. These are awesome. And 
he stops them in the midst of this like crazy celebration of getting these sweet jerseys. And he's like, I want you boys to know these are your work clothes. And I love that line because like, no matter how nice your jerseys are, they are your damn work clothes and you better be getting them muddy and dirty and ripping them up at the end of the damn day. <laughs> dirty. Hey, and, and, and that's what, you know, especially with my club kids when we do travel tournaments, you know, the thing I pushed them, I was like, Hey, this is a business trip. And, you know, we're out here to handle business and, and we can have fun. But, you know, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that business gets handled first. And I think when 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 kids start realizing that at a certain level, uh, you know, a certain competition level, um, it, it turns from, yes, it's a game and it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's work. You know, you come in, you've got to go to work. And then and, and if you're lucky enough, then you get to reap the rewards of playing in a game. But but the practice, all that stuff that comes into it, you know, that that's work. And that's, you know, what kids, I think, have to kind of look at it as with all sports. Um, like I said, at a certain competitive level that it, it's it's a it job. Is. All right. I have two fun questions before I before I conclude this this great soccer podcast, man. Um, no, oh, they're well, fun. I wasn't they're prepped fun. for these questions. So, so right, that, if you could have yeah. one nickname, okay. you were right. famous as Messi or Ronaldo, and you could have one nickname. What would you want the world to have your nickname be, man? Oh, come on! My like, good. You, wow. like, I mean, we got in basketball man. nicknames are big, and soccer they're not <laughs> as big, but like everyone can still have a right. Like Beckham is uh, like it's like you know no matter what it's like right. like Beckham that's associated with him like forever. Like what's what's yours, man? You've had a thing. You score goals like you, you I, got. You've heard the crowd cheer for you, man. Well, and it's it's funny you said that because I, you know, I, I like triple to be G. called Triple G, and uh, Triple G, yeah, and and what it stands for is uh, is oh. goals, glory, and girls. <laughs> and I tell my I tell oh my, my goal goodness. scorers this all the time that if you get the, get the first two, the that's, third oh one comes goodness. easy. That, that's a J.R. Smith yearbook quote right there, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because at the end of the day, uh, everybody the wants truth. their name I remember in the, the paper. first time my name was in the newspaper, man. I got right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, it was, was, like, was game-changing. The little clip. The little the clip. Of like, a, uh, like a post-it note. Not even it. Oh, my. If that. I was going to say, so like, if, if the size of a post-it note. It would have been like Brian Turner scores, maybe with a number next to it or something. For me, it was just like Christino semicolon 13 saves. Like, that was it. You know, like, oh, man. Right. But, I mean, hey, man, as a goalie, though, you're in every yeah. game. You know, always, you're, you're always, always getting, getting stats, stats right? Always taking the blame. Um, all right, last question, man. You scored, the, you scored the game-winning goal in this World Cup, man, to send you and your country to the glory land. What celebration are you doing? What's the, what's, the go-to, what's the go-to move? You doing a somersault? You doing the airplane? What are you doing? Man, if, I'm, man, if I scored, like, I got chills. If you could see man, the hair. Look at my ass. Yeah. If you, right, man. Me, personally, I... I don't know if I can do a somersault and no, land and, and that kind flip? of stage. Uh, no, you know, a cartwheel <laughs> might be pushing it. I wouldn't want to pull anything on my celebration. So, you know, I think if I'm, let's say, was it Mario Goetze scoring the game-winning goal for Germany in the, was it 2012 World yeah. Cup, right? No, 14, yeah, 14. I mean, I, I don't know. You do something like that, like – 
I think, yeah, I think yeah. adrenaline just takes over. I, I truly feel that you just have like a, you don't really remember it because there's so much that comes with, I mean, playing, representing your country, representing your country in a world cup, scoring in a world cup. And then you getting it, I mean, winning a World Cup, right? You get that game-winning goal. That's a country that I look at as you're never having to buy anything ever again, <laughs> right? Every beer is paid yeah, for at that point. That's the truth. You know? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I think I just, I think I just, I fall down and just I mean, let it hit me, you know? If, if you score just the let it, let goal it and I'm, I'm your goalie. You know I'm doing whatever I can to sprint that 80 yards and tackle your bum and just get you on the ground and just freaking punch you as hard as like you know like a, a home run so just like punch you to the side and, oh, you know try sure. to knock you out almost and just let the team pile up on top of you man. For sure, well, and that's the thing at that point. I mean that's that's a world that's a lifelong yeah. goal an achievement, right? You win a world cup. That's something that you dedicate your life to doing. So it's to being able to, to do that. And then to be the one that wins it right off your goal, not saying, you know, whatever, being the one to score the game winning goal, you know, that's, that's like a, that's a life. That's a check mark next to life. Right. We all have these little check marks. We want become, you know, have a family, uh, move up in my career, maybe become president, whatever. But winning, I mean, scoring a game winning goal in the World Cup, that's like life is just checked off. I mean, it, at least that's for, how I look at it. It is, as. man. Well, listen, we are at 44 minutes on this podcast. So we're about to hit halftime. All right. Full, and and we'll, we'll call it at yeah. 45. So you got a minute to tell me one last thing about No Stress Midwest. Tell the audience where they can find you, your Instagram handle, and what they can expect for you in the, in the coming, coming weeks and coming months. For sure, yeah. Uh, no Stress Midwest, like I said, is a lifestyle clothing line. Um, you can find it at www.bmaxturn.com. Um, that is, you know, my website has all of my music, music videos, um, photo shoots with the, you know, Yo, with the No Stress Midwest fresh, man. I haven't seen uh, this clothing yet. line as well as... Yeah, what's the penguin's oh, name, man? I appreciate man. that. Yeah, as well as uh, Pablo. You could, you could. Pablo. Yeah, as well as some Pablo merch there. Um, you can go to shop. You can buy shirts there. Uh, the training, you know, is just something that I'm doing here, hoping to, like you said, put a kid to the national team and and hope that all this work that I'm doing, you know, pays off. Um, like I said earlier, it's hard, but it's fair. And uh and I'm just looking forward to to what what the yeah, next man. couple of years well, have hey, in store that's for the 45th me. Fifth minute. All right, we'll have to we'll have to do Very another 45 good. after the World Cup ends. Sounds good, man. I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. This will be out tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. right when the World Cup starts. I'll talk to you then. Oh, I love it, dude. Take care. Right. Take it easy, boss. Yep. See. You. Champions, I ain't no turning, turning.